0: It's time to Feel the Rage! Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies, in theater streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who I believe may have seen two movies that had robots last week. That's true. I saw three movies with robots, but you know it's not a competition. So, who did you like better, Merman, Charles, or Socks? I would have to go with Socks. Yeah, Socks was pretty cute. Okay, so with the introductions out of the way,
1: let's rage on. I know it's not a competition, but I have the biggest robot. That's all I want to say. Yeah, I don't know. You what can have means. as many robots as you want, but mine is the biggest. And thanks for all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe and share and give us a five star rating on your favorite listening platform or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash YYC. If you cannot commit to membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie and we probably will watch it. Maybe. Most likely. Now. Let's get to raging, but first, here's a word from our sponsor.
0: Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get together, gaming,
1: movie, drag show. Drag show? Now I know where I'm planning my next party.
2: Hey, maybe you think there's a a Liam Neeson or superhero movie plan?
1: I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary.
0: Sure. Call CMC at 403 670 5444 to book a special event or go online at Canyon Meadows
2: What time is it, Jim?
1: (gasps) It's streaming time! It's time to dance. Oh, baby. Oh, we've been streaming, we've been streaming, and we've been streaming, and doing well.
0: Yeah, we were streaming, Jim.
1: Even we did some streaming on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> cha We've been streaming for a while. It's kind of nice.
0: There's nothing in the theater. (laughs) Actually, this was the one weekend where there was lots in the theater. But for some reason, Jim said, you know what? I really want to see these two movies. So we're doing it on the podcast.
1: And since no one complained, we still did.
0: There you go. (laughs) All right. So we started with Cha-Cha Real Smooth. On Apple Plus. On Apple Plus. Yeah, Cha Cha Real Smooth stars Cooper Wraith, who also wrote and directed this film that is awkwardly charming, but starts to wear thin by the third act. Race character Andrew was amusing for a while, but after you witness, or after you are witness to his shtick repeatedly in every single frame of this film, he's in every single freaking frame of this film, it kind of starts to become annoying. This story of meat stick employee turned bar mitzvah host who befriends an autistic girl and her mother has many genuinely good scenes that involve Andrew and the various characters in the film. A couple of heartfelt scenes with his brother stand out, but much of this was hit and miss. Rafe shows us many relationships within that seem pretty natural and organically blossom with little gimmickry, but many of the characters are woefully underdeveloped. Leslie Mann stars as Andrew's mother, but we never really get to know anything about her. Apparently, she is bipolar, but this was never evident from what we were exposed to. We also got Brad Garrett as a stepdad who was good in the role, but underdeveloped as well and underutilized, in my opinion. I did, however, like the open-ended way this concluded. There are stretches of excellent but there are also stretches of extreme meh. (laughs) Overall, I would say that I'm looking forward to what Cooper Rafe does in the
1: future, but as for his current release, it's a meh. Okay, which I'm kind of a little disappointed. Not in you, but I'll get to that. All right. I'm never really truly disappointed in you. Mm. Well, that's a lie. This film has a bunch of layers. To the dynamics of all the characters involved it is focused around a 22 year old train wreck of a person who may be one of the kindest and confused jewish dudes on the planet so many little plot points of weird and quirky interactions happen in fact i had a tough time as i watched it wrapping my head around some of the nuances of our lead's decisions. I really enjoyed the twists and turns and the vulnerability of actually every character in the film. I would have truly loved it at times, uh, but the close talking of the characters and some of the acting didn't allow me to have a full love of that. It did seem a little forced and a little underwhelming at times. I really did love uh, the story and the true love that is displayed by the family as they support each other. But a few of the direction and some of the acting took away from the film a little bit for me. So great story, quirky story. Uh, A Few Flaws makes this Apple Plus an Apple meh. Yeah. I liked it. I thought... I liked it too, but... I I think... I think... Yeah, I wouldn't... I don't know if I would I, say I didn't I like the characters. Yeah, I like,
0: no, no, I liked, the, I liked all the characters. Yeah. I disagree with you that there was layers to every one of them because I'm sorry, I know nothing about his well,
1: mother. Well, okay, right, but you did, know, you did know enough about what her mother, his mother was. Like, I agree with you, I don't think the characters were fully developed, yeah. but I think that the, that the characters were very well defined. So you knew what his mother was about, and you knew how well, this, she supported you him. You think his stepdad was well defined? I I I think Brad Garrett's character was um it it was kind of surprising at the end because I don't think he was in it enough. Mm-hmm. But I I think I think because the they didn't focus so much on that relationship because it, you're right. It's all about him. The story is about him. Seriously, find me find me three seconds out of that entire
0: film when his bloody face isn't on the screen, it's and irrelevant. I will give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> closing credits.
1: Yeah, closing uh, credits. Ah, thanks, Maria. You I just, cha-ching, I just got a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know um I, I just i like i like the, qu- the quirky characters yeah, a lot
0: he, he he just wore thin on me after a while he, i was very amused for the first 20 minutes not as amused for the next half hour <laughs> and by we got by the time we got to the last 25 like, i was okay, like really ready
1: to be done yeah you know what i i liked it i i liked the film I yeah. didn't. Love I,
0: it. I liked it too. And there, there are, there are absolutely there are some brilliant scenes in this. Some of the, some of the scenes which, which probably people yeah. are always going to be talking about the scenes with the, with um, uh, yeah, their names have left me. But, yeah, yeah.
1: The the person who uh, had the mother autism. and the daughter.
0: Yeah. People are going to point to those scenes as some of the most powerful, but honestly, the scenes between him and his brother were were the ones that I thought were there were some. There was about two or three of them that were tremendous. Yeah, And, and there was there was some there was some very very good stuff in here. But, what was it, like an hour and 50 minutes or something? It was and, a little long, yeah. And it, it didn't need to be. But there, there was some cool cha-cha dancing. There was, was there? I don't even remember. And yeah. There was a little bit of there cha-cha a, dancing. There was a little bit of cha-cha. By some, you mean like 30 like
2: seconds. At the seconds. and the bat
1: mitzvahs. Yeah. So,
0: blah, blah, blah.
2: so, an hour and 50 minutes is only two minutes of dancing in this movie?
1: Uh, probably. Yeah. So I far, mean, right? that title is just who he became. Yes. It was good. It was 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 good. It was was meh. (laughs) All right. One for one. This is when things start to go off the rails, I think. We also saw on Shudder.
2: Mad
0: dog.
1: Don't get a dum-dum from you, dum-dum. Okay, do it again. We saw Mad God on Shudder. No, that was was Netflix. Okay, do it again. (laughs) We saw Mad God on Shudder. I can't even remember how it really goes. And Murray just outdid you, is what it all put. Apparently, he saw one more mini robot movies than you. Apparently.
0: I guess this
1: would be a robot movie too, really. There were robots So weren't there, so there?
0: Robots all over
2: the
1: place. There's so much robots going on. Wow, right now. I saw four of and, and and them 3. there's
2: Also a Robot and an Alien is there not.
1: Yeah,
3: there is. Did a you robot. watch it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it's four four. It's, it's
3: all, all tied is, up. This is all robots.
1: All <laughs> all well, you watch. saw Alien too, so. All oh, I because didn't even, you didn't think Murray saw it. I didn't think Murray saw it. Oh, right. Well, you know what? This this is an all-robot episode. All robots. So this stop motion puppet, live action. Puppet film, 30 years in the making, is a thing to be in awe of puppets. The amount of detail and time it took to make this film alone is enough to make anyone want to see it. Or at least they should want to see this. This film is weird extravagant and full of grotesque creatures doing grotesque things and does not shy away from anything in regards to the depths of weird and wonderful. But all that, but with stop animation and puppets. Lots of puppets. There was puppets. Think a demented nightmare before Christmas. Yes. But with filthy and vile creatures torturing and getting off in every imaginable way. All this through no real speech, but just sound and music and done through stop animation and puppets. And so much bodily fluid. And so much bodily fluid. Yes, I'll say it again, stop animation and puppets. The dying art of animation. Mm. It's dying. At least stop stop animation. It was awe-inspiring, and all from the director-writer mind of Phil Tippett, who has done the technical work on such mainstream films as Jurassic Park, Robocop, and Star Wars, just to name a few. Perhaps suppressing his twisted mind by working on Hollywood mainstream allowed him to be as creative as this film shows us. His mind is messed up, and I loved every second of it. From the titballs monster to the disposable faceless zombie creatures, your mind at times cannot comprehend what exactly is the purpose. But then you realize it doesn't really matter. Just take... Me to another level of fucked up weirdness. I can take it, and take it I did, again and again and again. Mm. I loved every minute of this weird puppet stop animation film. This was Puppet Gazimondo. What say you, Mur?
2: Well, oh, Jim, I believe you said the magic word. What was the magic word you used? Puppet. No.
1: Stop animation. Weird. Weird, that's right, I did say that. What do I think about weird? You don't Remind like weird. Me? You don't yes, like weird. I don't like weird.
2: Mm. Um, Animation was
1: impressive. Yes. Yes. That's all I got. Stop animation? No dialogue, you no story. But you didn't say the puppets? Just
2: creepy images. Yes. yes.
1: Rage. Wow. Oh. <laughs> huh. It, I mean, I didn't expect Murray to like it. No. Well, I didn't you expect right. him to hate it, but I also didn't expect him to like it. I didn't super hate
2: it, but yeah. Half an hour in, there's like no story. It's just a bunch of creepies. Oh, stuff. oh there, like there, was, a story.
1: there was a lot of stories. Well, he just created it's a world. A, yeah, exactly. He's a god. He's a mad god. He said, I don't like weird. It it's just true. Was weird. This was nicely weird. To the max. Okay, weirdo, what did you think? Mad god.
0: Hmm. Mad God the movie may be proof that Phil Tippett is indeed a mad god. 30 years in the making and worth the wait. This is a story of a world hanging on to a thread, but hanging on nevertheless. No cumbersome plot to distract us from the overwhelming visuals. Characters include an assassin, an alchemist, a surgeon, and the last human. The motivations of the characters are unclear other than their desire to survive in a world full of peril. The beings within this stop motion nightmare are sometimes eaten, sometimes dismembered for no apparent reason. (laughs) And other times they are victim of a hit and run, splat. They are desperate for sustenance, as you will see, if you can stomach to watch. Let's call it the toilet scene and leave it to that. (laughs) So much is going on in this world where everyone is just trying to survive, where there is little concern for anyone but yourself, as every violent act that occurs is ignored by any witnesses that may be around. It shows us the perseverance of life in a world that continually tries to extinguish it. A lesson for all of us, perhaps. Hmm, I'll take that lesson. This was gross and perverted and dark and brooding and violent and dirty and pessimistic and amazing and wonderful. And
1: the most importantly, it was Mondo. Yes, it was. It was a total tippetgasm Mondo. Oh.
0: I could not, I'm sitting there going, I don't even know what's going on and I don't care. (laughs) Which normally you care
1: because you get
0: confused easy. (laughs) I am just, just letting this whole thing. That's me. Oh man.
1: (laughs) No, no, he gets confused easy too. Half half the things that comes out of his mouth is what is happening?
0: You know what, (laughs) if this, in this case, I was going, what is happening? And I like it.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. When the titballs monster came oh. out, I was like, everything is just
0: <laughs> everything in it is
1: just like warping my mind, man. I know. And it's great. I want to live inside that. Oh, puppet stop animation. So good. Fast of delicious. Yeah, this is a lost arts to steal
0: stop motion. And he, he just nails it. He's just, it was know. so it good. 30 years.
1: Yeah, well, and he was just basically working on it on the weekends and getting yeah. people volunteering their time. So He's
0: working for a living.
1: Yeah, I tell you, he no. Was busy. If, you, if
0: you're going to spend 30 years on a movie, pff, at make least it make, good, make it good. Make it this one. And this man, this was so good.
1: <laughs> I love this. Yeah, so did I. I watched it there twice. You. <laughs> well, that was it. We got for streaming. Yeah. But you know what? We got to go to the cinemas. We always go to the cinema. We do. always, even when. We have to watch terrible, terrible remakes or sequels or, or superhero, superhero movies. <laughs> but we didn't have to do that this no, week. No, we didn't have to. But yeah, I think you guys did something like that. Eh, not
0: really. kind Maybe. What well,
1: Maybe. Well, well, who what knows what Murray's going to talk about on the Merman Minute. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's a real secret.
0: Is it?
1: A little bit.
2: Oh, I guess I'm up first. I just noticed that. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Put me on the spot. Uh, you brian. mean like the agenda that puts you on the spot yeah but usually when i'm first i have to actually do a description of the movie yeah we saw brian and charles which is a british slash comedy heartwarming type deal and it's some nerdy guy inventor who basically invents himself a robot to talk to <gasps> Another robot? And they make him out of a, like a washing machine and a dummy's head. So much robot.
0: So much robot. And then so much miraculously, robot. he
2: just comes alive. Like, through no fault of the inventor, he just kind of all of a sudden comes alive for no reason. I don't know how that, that happened. It's magic. Yeah. So, yeah. It was like his best friend, and uh, he talks to the guy, and yeah, <laughs> things kind of go south. <laughs> and when, then
1: they go north.
2: Or, or and north, then they go east. When the and whole then town, they go west, too. Uh, and then they go out, north again. I will say I was... Pleasant surprise to see uh, the appearance of I can't remember her name, but oh, played, her. As, played as love interest. She was on my favorite detective series. Oh, okay. AKA Sherlock.
1: Okay. First Lucy Liu. Four
2: seasons. Her? No. Oh, she <laughs> played Sherlock. She, she played Molly Hooper, who was the coroner, who was basically in love with Sherlock for like four years. Nice. Anyway, mm. I, she, I like her. She was good. Um, yeah. It was cute for the first 30 minutes Mm. I didn't really like the whole bully
1: storyline I know you Um, don't like bullies
2: Main character was way too much of a wimp Mm. So was the whole town Like there's basically this family that moves into this small village And they do whatever the hell they want The guy shows up to the the grocery store and just takes stuff without paying And knocks things over And there's no like law enforcement Nobody to actually stop this family from bullying the whole freaking town Yep and yeah spoiler alert basically they steal his robot <laughs> and he just lets them. so that's basically the story um yeah i didn't like the ending too much it was a meh. that
1: was it you didn't like the uh ending and it was meh. no many?
2: it was cute for a while but then i kind of got over it
1: well apparently you haven't been to wales
2: i have not been to wales
1: because i think it's like this in every place in wales, i've been to
2: england it? a lot and in small town england but yeah
1: as have i Mm. I've never been to England. Or Wales. But the
2: places I've been to are still civilized enough to not let people like this get away with that stuff. Well, small, to small Wales. towns
1: village, sometimes like, don't have a police officer because they don't have the money. But Bryce, what do you have to say about Brian Charles and the ro- second robot movie second of our robot episode? Movie.
0: Is it only the second?
1: Oh, I, I think so, a, yeah. So
0: far. Two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf told me that.
1: Yeah, he also said I would do anything for love, but I wouldn't do that. Mm. Maybe that's a robot.
2: That's a robot too.
1: Brian and Charles was written
0: by David Earl and Chris Hayward who also star as the two lead characters. What? One is an inventor who brings his random thoughts to life in the form of inventions such as a pine cone bag, which is literally a bag with pine cones with glued all over Glued all the on there. it, yeah. <laughs> Or an egg belt, which is a belt that can hold multiple eggs. Exactly. He also has a cabbage bin, but I'm pretty sure he didn't invent that one. He just eats a lot of
1: cabbage. Right? He does eat a lot of cabbage. So does a robot. I don't know that. Yeah, robots Yeah, I don't know how a yeah, robot can eat
2: either. That, that kind of got beyond me. Well, too. cabbage is you know easy to eat.
1: The other
0: lead character is Charles, who is one of Brian's inventions. He is a robot with a thirst for knowledge and cabbage. (laughs) The comedy is offbeat with some of my favorite moments being Brian just staring into the camera after Charles has done something either unexpected or beyond what Brian thought he could do. Uh, I enjoyed much of the time I spent with these friends, although I was hoping for a third act that delivers like the first two-thirds of the film. This was an inventive and enjoyable film with many laughs and likable characters to root for. This was a high meh. Uh,
2: okay. I also had a problem with the whole talking to the camera thing. Like, his. Uh... Somebody, he's he's being, interviewed. Is,
0: yeah, but it, he being interviewed. Yeah, who's? Why is he actually? That's the best part. It's the fact that it's you never find it's out. It's like it's almost like a mockumentary, but yeah. it's like. Like, well, yeah, cause, cause Who's the, following this guy the, around 24 guy, hours? Who
2: isn't following cause this guy? Because the camera guy. guy actually asks him stuff. Oh, I yeah.
1: know. It's fantastic. So it isn't
2: like he's just breaking the fourth wall. No, no. You no. Can tell he's being interviewed. Yeah, I mean, he yeah,
1: absolutely is. I don't absolutely. get
2: why, but that...
0: And I don't either. Because he's a but unique character I, that deserves I'll, to be I, watched.
1: I just want to know why more people weren't interviewing. Why wasn't there multiple cameras? Yeah. That's what I want to ask. So this is the story of Friendship. Innocent Love, Simple Folk, and, of course, Cabbages.
0: (laughs) Cabbages.
1: Oh, Cabbages. You're so awesome. This is one of those movies that if you go to it with the right frame of mind, that frame that believes in miracles and fantasy and the unbelievable, you will, like me, sit with a smile on your face for the entire movie. Mm. Well, except for a few minutes Mm. of bad guys being dicks, which... To be honest, was expected and predictable with the foreshadowing that they introduced, but the fantastical of this film and the heart of Brian and Charles Perchescu Perchescu. makes up for a lot of the foibles of the obvious predictability in this story. This is one of those films that will be fun for everyone who sees it. And in my opinion, this film will be seen in the same light as films like The Princess Bride or Wizard of Oz. Well, well, maybe not that powerful, but it is going to be a family favorite for sure. This is not necessarily for everyone who sees this film. I think. But uh, I think these two lovable scamps are so much joy to behold all the way through this movie i kind of have a tendency to a little bit agree with bryce about the third act but you cannot see loving these two characters they're just even with their misgivings and some of it i i couldn't unpack my joy through this whole film so because i had a smile on my face for the entire film this made it all the way to mondo for me i know there's flaws yep and i was very easy to overlook it just because i just couldn't stop smiling the entire movie and if a movie keeps the smile on my face i don't care if there's a few flaws in it i will overlook it that is absolutely fair it was quite enjoyable i i think i think there's a few things that we could probably unpack on it such as um just uh, like the fact that it's it's such a simple idea for this movie, and it really just holds holds you together with the two main characters. Yeah, it's it's just
0: it's just the interaction between this these two that keeps the whole thing afloat, and it's it's delightful.
1: There's, yeah, it's, it's no other way. to describe it. I mean, it. It's even just delightful. It's like every time Charles would say something, it was kind of just like I couldn't stop giggling. Yeah.
0: Well, as I say, I mean, every. <laughs> Every time that uh, that Brian would look at the camera uh, after Charlie, yeah. I mean, that just got me almost was, every time.
1: He was so well, like it was so well done. Like he, he just seemed like he was so simple and in awe. Yeah. that his genius of p- portraying that character oh, was just like yeah. it. Almost like, is this is this a documentary now? I think <laughs> it might be just a documentary.
0: <laughs> it really, it, it felt like it because they were they were so natural. Those two, Yes. Eh, some of the side characters,
1: yeah, That's some. Of, I mean, funny. the the bad dudes, maybe to Murray's point earlier about them, you know, being dicks and being taken care. They're boring. It's too. it's kind of it's kind of like makes the plot seem a little weak, but at the same time, you know, I have a feeling this is more of a family favorite type movie. Yeah, I guess. Right, it's not. It wasn't made for like adult audiences only, because I think you could take your 10 year old to this yep. and they would enjoy it because it's cute. They're not being dirty. There's no gratuitous sex, which Oops. I was a little disappointed with. I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't want to see robot the sex? Robots? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? Mm. Sure. But yeah. I mean,
0: a, well, why are you making a robot unless you're gonna a have sex with it? Sex. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. <that's> true. <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. If I made robots, that's what there would be, be. some there would be some fornications. Involved. Involved.
2: Why else would you make
1: them? Exactly. <laughs> so that's another robot. It's two robot movies down. Two down. Yes. The next one, I don't, I don't think it has. There was not one robot. There were there. no
0: robots in this. Well, well let's just skip I'm it. I'm glad then. I missed
1: it then. No, let's definitely not skip this. All right.
0: The movie we're referring to was the robot free. Montana story. Montana story invites us into an intimate story that reveals itself slowly as a family secret, a family secrets surface. It's hard to say for some
1: reason. Say that five times fast.
0: This is very well written and every character gets the development that they should. Owen Teague as Cal and Haley Lou Richardson as his half sister Erin give natural, heartbreaking performances that anchor the entire film. Every frame of this film was layered as it took me in unexpected directions, and I genuinely had no idea how to feel throughout a lot of it. There are scenes that start with trepidation and mistrust that evolve into moments of connection. There are scenes with raw emotion, such raw emotion that I found myself entranced by the depth of the situation. The pacing of this lets you reflect upon everything. It does not rush to conclusion. What it does do is mesmerize you to uh, mesmerize you with superior acting, superior acting. I am having time.
1: To- say that twenty times. Trouble <laughs> talking today. Sing it out loud, then, baby. What
0: it does do is mesmerize you with superior acting and amazing writing. This film is the reason I go to the movies as every now and then I get a gem like Montana Story. It shows us that filmmakers do not need a big budget, just a good Mm. script and good actors. This is really all you need to create greatness. This was perfectly paced, emotionally draining, superiorly, superiorly acted and written. This was a mondo. Nice I struggled through that But I yeah, got there You I made got it to the you end You climbed
1: the mountain You climbed the Montana mountain I only stuttered in 17 times what so that was, it was only write like right too many
2: paragraphs He just got to You know Go from, go from That's great to... Go
1: from your genitals from your That's what we were talking earlier I love this movie Robot genitals Good. Loved yeah. it Yeah, you know, it's not very often you get a story as deep and unraveling as this. It takes its sweet time to progress from a beginning of confusion and disarray to clarity and redemption by one small breadcrumb at a time. This story has deep characters, even the peripheral ones, who are so, so, so well acted. This story so heavy and at times overwhelming and frustrating, but oh, so satisfying. The only real complaint I have of this movie is I would say the trailer, which advertises the cinematography is so big. You will need to see this on the biggest screen, but was actually the weakest thing in this movie. The scenery of the beautiful mountains are so very secondary to the size and scope of the great actors. In fact, Shooting in Montana is almost wasted because you really can't take your eyes off our actors. Half the time, the mountains were not even in focus. The music fits the surroundings so well, and as does the sound. But really, they become background again, background, background again to the writing of this amazing dialogue, Montana the place is big and vast and beautiful and the movie is montana story mondo this film was it was so surprising actually i didn't even want to go to it i know you didn't (laughs) it it was so like you can tell this is so budget but not budget in a way that it looks cheap it's just you know they didn't have to spend a lot on this movie but, but it because it's really a lot of dialogue and people connecting yeah. and you know what's really great about it is they they do tie into this and weave into it the characters of these indigenous people from Montana yeah. who are you know what they're displaying them as just regular people. What a concept to just introduce characters who just happen to be indigenous, but also happen to be just normal people. You know what I mean? Like, like they didn't try and make this about the issues. They bring up some things, obviously, to yep. bring to light about what's happening at Standing we Rock don't, and things they don't, like that. They don't beat you over the head. But with they're it, not, though. it's it's so natural. And the character, every single one of the actors. That's the whole thing is, every single actor in
0: this movie was perfect yeah like there wasn't the a casting, bad performance the casting was amazing, or even a mediocre performance or a performance yeah. that you go hey, yeah they could have done that get a get little better the no there wasn't every no. single like this was so well cast so well acted i was just blown away and i am so excited to watch what owen teague is going to do next yeah this this guy is so good and I didn't even know I liked Haley Lou Richardson. I've seen her in some stuff, but she went to another level in this as well. Yeah, Everybody you, was great.
1: You know, when you have this type of this type of dialogue in, yeah. in, in writing skills, um, yeah, I don't know. what is that? What else has he done? Who's that, Owen Sc- Teague? Yeah, or Scott. Oh, the-, the Scott the, McGee, the writer,
0: the director, writer director, director, producer. Yeah. Uh, I did read about it, but I don't-
1: he, Remember, he did what Maisie knew. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uncertainty. A couple movies I have now, I have to go back and see. Obviously, it you know what? These are the things, this is an independent film. So, thank God for our art house cinema. That's what I want to say. No kidding.
0: So, uh, if you can go out and find Montana Story, buy your ticket, and just sit back and enjoy. It is so so good. Climb that mountain. All
2: right. All right then. Well, there was actually another movie in the theaters this that had robots that wasn't on our list, but and why chose, is that that it wasn't on our uh, list? Ah, because it was animated and it was a kids' movie. Exactly. And made by Disney. Yes. Well, but, we'd still see Disney movies if they yeah, weren't for kids. Because I enjoyed the, you know, I guess you want, I guess it would be the sequel. This is the prequel to it. Uh, I thought I'd check it out. Um, that was Lightyear. <gasps>
1: Lightyear. Lightyear, a robot movie. Well, it Buzz
2: Lightyear, which you know, at the beginning of the movie, they basically tell you, yeah, like 1990, whatever. Uh, this this kid was given this rope this this astronaut thing as a toy. Uh, and it was his favorite toy. And this is the movie that he saw that made him want the toy. And I'm like, but the movie just came out now. I don't know. Uh, Second so time. I've seen two movies today: Alien and Lightyear. Was robots two vastly different films? But they both have robots. Something <laughs> in common. Well, <laughs> two things in common.
1: Oh, two things. The There's- other is a creepy cat. Ah, oh, the yeah, cat and alien dry. wasn't that creepy. I
2: think he was creepy. Cats are always creepy, exactly. Jim. And, they're and, creepy, and most of the time they're creepy. evil. Cats <laughs> anyway. are always evil
1: too. Exactly. I would just like I to say to our listeners that, that not all that. of Film Rage believes that caps, just cats two-thirds are two-thirds evil. Of just two thirds are evil. Just two thirds. Just the dog people in here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Lightyear. Yeah, it was animated. It was Disney. Uh, So it's never going to be, you know, a mondo for me and it it lost points steadily as I watched it First of all, no Tim Allen
0: Yeah, Uh, thank goodness
2: uh, Which you know almost prevented me from seeing it. I mean, yeah, Chris Evans is okay, but he's no Tim Allen and Yeah, it was Disney.
0: I don't think he'd argue with you
2: and it was animated. So it lost points for that so it it was a fairly stupid storyline I I like where this is going. I I felt it was. It was all right. Um, Yeah. And you know what? A good thing that, that, one thing that Buzz Lightyear could do really, really well, Mm -hmm. crash spaceships. I thought he. Pretty much
1: every ship he got into, he crashed. Did he say to infinity and beyond at least? He did that a few times. Okay. That's good. For what reason? I don't get it. I don't know. It was a thing with him and his friend. It was like up, up and away. I it was his no. To Infinity no. and Beyond? No. no, that was just a saying that him and his buddy had. Oh, basically. okay. Right, whatever. So yeah. was it, it? I'm kind of hearing this is kind of like Top Gun Maverick, but for cartoon? Uh, no. It, well, no, I mean, it wasn't. not to really give
2: away too much of the story here. But basically, they're on a foreign planet on a mission. Then a bunch of you know viney plant things come alive, and basically they try to escape in their rutabaga or turnip-shaped ship, and he ends up crashing it. So then him and like hundreds of his crewmates are stuck on this planet. So basically they spend years trying to find a way off the planet to develop new, you know, uh, high what do you call it? High, 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 hyperspeed, whatever it is, yep. technology to get off the planet. And every time he goes up, it's four minutes for him and it's four years for everybody else. Ooh. So basically it takes a hundred years. Everyone he knows is gone. And he's left with a bunch of incompetent cadets to basically save the the planet with, but um, yeah, so that's how does a, this
1: tie into Toy Story? It doesn't, it, it doesn't. It was basically it was Buddy Andy's a- Andy movie.
2: watched the movie when he was a kid, oh. and his, he and this his to the, buy movie the toy that he watched
1: and then bought the Buzz Lightyear toy, the toy. Right. right? So that's
2: what they explained. Okay, basically.
1: now I understand why yeah. kids would want to see anyway, this. So, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. so, so why but, did you two want to see this? <laughs> I don't
2: know, I don't remember why. I, I, I like the original, I like Toy Story. I guess I like okay. that. Okay. But I'm not did really you did. learn your lesson, Marie? I don't know. I, it wasn't <laughs> terrible, but uh, one thing I did at going for it. Oh, let's hear it. Is the one of the buffoon cadets, which is on his team, is voiced by
1: Tucker
2: <gasps> He was freaking hilarious. When isn't he? He was hilarious. a complete goofball. He was like he was. He was a klutz. He just kept. <laughs> It just kept screwing things up for him, nice. And he was awesome. Uh, so basically, Taika Waititi
1: saved it from a rage. Okay.
2: To a funny
1: meh. Sweet. Mm. Now, what did you think? I think you saw I, this too, didn't I'll you? I'll just not? say a couple
0: it's... things real quick because I, I saw I saw Lightyear as well. Um, number one, when did Jack Black change his name to Peter Son? Because I swear to God, the voice of Socks is Jack Black. Every time I hear beep boop beep
1: boop, it's Jack Black. Yeah, did that I'm a lot. sorry. <laughs> Cat was cute. I Did they know, sing cat. any Tenacious D? No,
0: no but they I would, no that would have been awesome.
1: There were no <laughs> songs in this Disney movie. <laughs>
2: um,
0: I'd also like to say that, you know, it looks like Taco Atiti has gone full Disney now.
1: He may have
0: Taco. Um, so, yeah, he's he stars as Mo in this. Um, and I'll just finish up by, I liked Lightyear. It was meh. Okay. There
1: you go. And Marie liked things about it, and I liked it was things mad. about
2: it. But I, I, don't like animation as a rule.
1: Yes, it's not your genre but, of yeah, choice.
2: I will say one good thing: as, far as I know, there were no kids at the screening I went to, so I was happy about that. Were
1: any kids harmed in the making of this movie?
0: No. We can only
2: hope. Was
1: there kids harmed in the watching of this movie? We Maybe. can only hope. Possibly. Exactly.
2: They may, they may have been scarred emotionally, but poor little CLFs. Poor little CLFs. That's right. All right.
3: Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage
2: taking over. Time for some rage.
1: Sweet, sweet, sweet rage. You know what i'm angry about the most this week other than putin is we saw two amazing films in cinema i said we collectively bryce and i and we murray and i saw one and that's all we got to see this this week because they also released Lightyear, which i also think still didn't do that well at the cinemas uh no you get crushed by the dinosaurs yeah still dinosaurs and maverick still are crushing dinosaurs. it yep so that's my rage this week. More movies? why can't we see more movies like Brian and Charles and Montana Story in movies? That's 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 ultimately my rage. Because those don't make money, Jim. I know, but that's, that's if the people, line. if real other people that are walking the street going to see these other crap,
0: so his rage is plastic. also that people are stupid.
1: People are stupid and go stupid movies. Which
2: is an maybe? ongoing
0: thing. I think that's part of your rage. No, that's it. Well,
1: I can't. They're I mean, shelling out their
0: money to make Jurassic Park. Jurassic and Top Gun
2: Maverick. Or Top Gun Maverick. Where, above. Everyone,
1: everyone goes I, to those. I, I don't think our listeners are those people. Because they wouldn't listen to us if they were <laughs> looking for us to give praise to those mainstream movies. I'm so out, so I think there, maybe that is what I'm complaining I'm about. i some out there, like, yes. Top Gun
2: Maverick as much as I did. I, I don't know. A few I people did, know. I think. But
1: yeah, you know what? Like... This is now where we've hit the summer solstice. It is, and I don't think I've seen a block. But have I seen a blockbuster that I've given a mondo to yet? Oh, uh, yeah, but so. you don't
2: even you don't enjoy blockbusters. Though. I like or-
1: blockbusters that are good. Yeah, Perfect. when's that happened? Mm, why is Brian question. and Charles not been a blockbuster? Why? Why isn't? Why isn't the Montana story a blockbuster? I believe the term is
2: limited release. Mm.
1: They should have been filling that with cinemas instead of. You're just you're you're starting to piss me off, Jim. Why is that?
2: Talk to your local cinema. You'll find director. out soon. Oh, okay. Oh. Well,
1: then I'm done with my rage. That's Gee, all I would I they want to say. possibly be related? No, I know he's got something other juicy up his sleeve. oh
0: My rage this week is the fact that every weekend at the movies was not as enjoyable as this one. I got to watch a quirky comedy with adorable characters in Frank and Charles, a triumphant storytelling with superior writing and acting in Montana Story, and I even got a chuckle or two out of Lightyear. As a combination of Takawatiti and Peter San, doing his best Jack Black impression, had me giggling throughout. I got to watch three movies that were completely different from one another and were all worth watching. I cannot remember the last time that I could say that, but I hope that I'll be able to say it at some point. Again in your life. The fact that we do not get multiple quality films released every weekend makes me rage. So we're in direct competition.
1: Where, where have I no. heard that before? We're in direct competition with our
0: rage. Well you but know here's a, it's just it's so stupid. Like, how are we not getting there's gotta be movies that are being made out there that other than block but like I, I've raged about this in the past, it's but what summer. happened to the days when you had the blockbuster come out with two other movies that were the other options? Yeah. That's gone. It's like blockbuster yeah. and nobody competes against them. And then you might find a slot there like this week where there's not a bunch of Blockers. where you might sneak your little independent film in and hopefully yeah, yeah. it does good. And that's crap. Yeah, I don't and, like it. And
1: you think we're now, we're now in the time frame that last year's festival films should be now starting to hit cinemas. Yeah. But instead, they're, they're throwing them right to streaming. It's like some of the some of the um, films, if, if we didn't by accident happen to have an art house theater in our city, we wouldn't have got to see films like Parallel Mothers or what mm-hmm. um, was the one with um, Antonio Banderas that that we like so much competition. Yeah. Again, yeah, K- that, that one's coming up. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so the, but, but, mainstream cinemas aren't playing these, so maybe our rage is directed at mainstream cinema.
2: I believe it is.
1: Maybe I, that's what it is. I believe
2: it's directed at. I at, think at, we both at, knew that. At the, ma- at the major movie theaters, who honestly don't give a crap what
1: we think. <laughs> yeah, but so, so, <laughs> how, are, they are they actually filling the cinemas when they have seventy-two showings of one movie? Well, yeah, that
2: I don't agree with. If you have fifteen screens. Why are eight of them Had the same movie Yes I don't get that That's
1: that, That's what makes it
2: so stupid That I don't agree with but Yeah But yeah Cause I mean Even if you gotta You know Keep Hold movies over For a couple extra weeks At least give somebody an option To see anything Besides that one movie Yeah Which they don't They just keep holding on They just wanna make the money That's Not really a surprise
1: mm. Mm. Reach subsiding, thus slowing, anger fading.
2: Hey listeners, it's Duncan from GDT Podcast, here to tell you about our show. On GDT Podcast, it's always a good day to talk about movies. Hosted by Gardner, Duncan, and Tarn, we discuss movies we love and interview independent filmmakers. Join us for in-depth interviews with your favorite independent filmmakers, like Jim Burkett, creator of Coherence, Greg Sestero from The Room, and many, many more. If you're interested in independent movies or want to make your own film, this is the podcast for you. Check out our show anywhere you listen to podcasts by searching the letters G-D-T and follow us on Twitter at Good Day to
1: Pod.
0: Yeah, I don't believe that's their real names. <laughs> Gardner, Duncan, and Taran. Sounds made up. That it sounds like
1: their first names are Good Day and Two. And Two, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's illegally changed names. That's right. All right, then. Those dudes are awesome. All right. We got some listing to do. We do. And just again, just remind people go to our website, filmrageyyc.com, and take a look at our lists page. And you will see this is our segment where we're talking about the lists for multiple different reasons. But we're on a trend because of last week put Harry Dean Stanton on the mesmerized list. And Bryce said, and I was going to quote him, but why don't you quote yourself?
0: I have no idea what I said. I said probably something to the attempt that if Harry Dean Stanton can out-mesmerize somebody else that's on our list. No, I just said on our list at the time. (laughs) Then I will think about putting it. Then we will put him on. If he can beat out somebody on our list. So we came up with the movie Alien in which he and John Hurt are both in. And and our mesmerized for life, and Veronica Cartwright. And our mesmerized for life, Veronica Cartwright.
1: So, uh, yeah. Is that who was in it? Yeah, she's in it, yeah. Oh, I she's didn't... the other woman. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, I watched Alien. Yes, you
1: did. As I, did I.
0: I hate this movie.
1: What? I hate
0: the movie. How could you hate this movie? Well, it's I, so I, good. I, I have never, ever, ever, and I've tried to watch it.
1: A thousand times? Nah,
0: probably 10 times. This week, I tried to watch it twice, so I watched it eight times before this. <laughs> and I have never made it through without falling asleep. Really? Never in my life have I made it through Funny Alien without falling asleep. It's got to be Burks. really good. And I'm sorry. Alien is just not great. Having said that, I saw enough of Harry Dean, Stan, and John Hurt to uh, have an opinion. Okay. Well, well
2: they didn't, I'm very anxious.
1: They to it.
0: make it
2: through the movies, so
0: you didn't know, anyway.
1: well, but well, Once they no, died, they, you they, stopped they watching. Both,
0: <laughs> they both had pretty equal screen time. when you Yeah. yeah right that's, down to that,
1: it. That, that's, that's what makes this actually... Uh, a real Even. good. Okay, so before you, you tell me your thoughts, mm. because in my rewatch of it, I, I loved it just as much as I watched it the first time, and probably, you know, I don't watch very many movies multiple times, but I've seen Alien yeah. quite a few times. I'm never
0: watching it again or attempting to. Well, well, you never know. It's terrible.
1: You might have to watch it by accident. It's just dumb. But you know what, what actually made me, um, when I was thinking this, I was thinking, as much as I think, John Hurt is amazing. And I think we all agree that Harry Dean Stanton is also amazing. I actually think they were outdone by Yafat Koto. Black dude. Yeah. Absolutely. So I agree, too. I mean, if if we... Because I I have yet to see him where he's also not mesmerizing. This movie has a ton of people in it that are pretty talented. Yeah. So, okay, here's a question for you. If we add him on, do both of them go off? Uh, I
0: need to even rack my brain to think of three other movies he
1: was in. Um, I I, think
2: he... I think he was in a Bond movie. I don't remember anything else.
1: He's been in in a a ton of stuff that I think you've probably seen over the Uh, years. I think he was in the first
2: first Roger Moore movie. I think it was uh, Live and Let Die.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in in Live and Let Let Die.
2: That's the only thing I remember him in.
1: He was in Midnight Run also, which I'm sure you've seen. He was in The Running Man. Do you remember that one? Schwarzenegger yep hmm. he's the black dude in that never saw it <laughs> I'm just going he's been in a lot of TV I don't know I That's couldn't I
2: couldn't tell you his name but I know his face but yeah I haven't seen a lot of stuff but yeah he was out of those three he was definitely the best character
1: yeah Murray's got it he's in limit Let Die, the limit bone he's in a few yeah he doesn't have a big because he's very much a TV actor and it was mostly 70s I'm pretty sure mm-hmm all right, he so you know,
2: I
0: don't think he outmesmerized
2: them so, in the movie. So okay, so
1: that's not happening. He's not making it. Okay, so so, so does that so that means that you're just putting that aside then? Well, obviously, unless unless we decide to see more of his stuff, but if he can't beat these two, then there's no sense putting him forward. So, okay, who did did in your opinion did Harry Dean Stanton out John Hurt?
0: Yes and i only say that and it's close i mean to be honest yeah. i wasn't super mesmerized by either of them no. but i hated this movie
1: it's terrible but we know that doesn't matter if the acting is there
0: the acting was the acting was there actually the acting was there on harry dean stanton I, this is the worst i've ever seen john hurt in my life yeah I, it, he was it's not, not good. his best he's, role he's not good in this wasn't.
1: So, Which, I mean, you see 1984 and you're kind of like... Yeah.
0: It's like, but, you know, if we're basing it on this... And, yeah, Harry Dean Stanton. Or, he, Murray,
1: he, what do you
3: say? Then Burton. he
2: repr- reprises the same character in Spaceballs.
3: Really? Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Making fun of himself.
1: Yes. He's awesome. Oh, I can't see that. Oh, uh, Harry you Dean say, Stanton. You know, okay, well... Like I, said, I, I, wasn't I, met I also... A, the, I hate, of, hate of, to say this because I love John Hurt so much... It hurts me to say this, mm. but I'm afraid, John Hurt. Gone. You're gone. All right, then. And Harry, Harry? and
2: Harry is on?
1: Harry's back in the
0: ballpark. Yeah, if I ever need to fall asleep again, maybe I'll watch Alien.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good nighttime movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if I like really need to get to sleep. Well,
2: the, the, the problem, is I was telling Jim, is I only saw this one today. Mm. I saw Aliens like... 20 years ago, whatever it was, and that one is like high octane, and yeah. you know jokes all over the place. And this one, compared to that one, it's like yeah, it's
1: a serious it's sci-fi a serious horror. Low sci-fi movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I guess maybe that's my fault. I didn't see the original first, but.
0: I didn't. I didn't like Alien, and uh, I didn't like Aliens I loved either. It. Did you love Alien Three though? Alien Three stunk. That's the one with. Uh, they're what, on the prison what, planet. Is that with Winona Ryder? No, that that's four. that's oh, four? four. Oh, Three. Yeah, I, 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 I believe
2: in Three. I, they're
0: all. They're all the same. There, it's all garbage. Yeah, I don't no. Like in, the series. In, in
2: Three, Sigourney Weaver. I like. Dies, I like the Alien you know?
0: series just as much as I like the Predator series, and there I and I like those movies. Even more, I do. I guess I like those movies more than the Alien versus Predator movies, but they're all crap. <laughs> I know. The it's first, rage, the first, rage, first rage, rage, okay. rage. So wait, rage, are you rage. actually
1: saying you would give Alien a rage? Yeah. Oh wow. I, I would wouldn't. give Alien Un-rage, a rage, but it's. I
0: might it's, give the first Predator a med just for the scene where. Um, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwartz. do and their arm, high
1: arm. Yeah, when, when
0: they when they do their grasp little hands when they grasp hands and they're both like flexing their muscles. That 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 scene alone just Is made me laugh it. so makes, hard. It makes the whole movie the two worth two seconds worthwhile. of the. I don't movie, even yeah. know what happened after uh, or before. I, it didn't matter. I
1: love your rating system. It's just it's, it's literally, their, it it's literally the most consistent it's thing on our cho- on our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. you can set your watch to it. That's If there's a stupid scene, Bryce will change his rating. (laughs) Nice. Well, the only other thing I have is to remind us, because I know I didn't have the strength to watch an Alicia Silverstone film, but just to remind us, we will eventually be watching Sister of the Groom. (laughs) You will. I don't think I will. You might, you might, you might want to see it, Murray. Because I think this might be her. your type of movie. It could be. No. You, you might save her from the list. I, yeah. I, I guess the,
2: the big question is if I can watch it for free because I ain't paying to watch this. <laughs> Are
1: I you hearing that, I'm listeners? I'm sorry, I paid I even, five dollars to even watch Alien. Attempted to look for listeners. It? Please give, go to our buy me a coffee site so Murray okay. can I see go this fund movie. so I can watch this
2: movie. That's yeah, right. There you go.
1: That's good. Right. That's enough for the list this week. We had right, um, yeah, I got nothing for the next. We week. we basically just did a swap out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. So have nice you, have okay. you got any assignments for no, us? No, because I had no idea. But well, now,
2: but now you've got Harry Dean. Stanton, I had no idea right? what direction we were going. Nah, so we, nah, we wrapped up CRISPR yeah, Walker. and didn't really have another direction to go. So. As I say, one
0: of these days we got to pull out the big guns and start just absolutely Frances obliterating. I was now. gonna go with Viola Davis. And, yeah. Yeah. I was
2: gonna go with her next,
1: but. I think you should go Harry Dean Stanton because he's got a big repertoire. Okay. I'll have a look. Murray will find us something for next week. All right.
2: All right.
3: Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim accurately predicted that he would pull a rom-com from Bryce's 13-year-old girl, Spirit Animal Bag of Rage because he pulled What Happens in Vegas. Really, Bryce? Even I... The nerdy photographer, Casey the Great and Powerful, know you will get greater effect on Jim with musicals. Now, uh, where was I? Oh, Oh, yes. Okay, hold on. This week, the gang from Two Idiots and a Dog have come back from their shameful first rage attempt when they dared the boys to see Sharknado. This time, they have a cinematic release they are certain will bring the rage when they dare Jim and Bryce to see the 2018 Robot vs. Kaiju Action Adventure Pacific Rim Uprising Let's check in with Jim and find out if what happened in Vegas should have actually stayed in Vegas, or if just like the clap you caught in Sin City, it gets shared with everyone you come into contact with More robots More robots
1: It's a robot summer! Oh, everyone knows I love Vegas. As do I. Ah, But that doesn't mean the word Vegas is synonymous with fun. Well, not anymore after seeing this movie. Although Jason Sudeikis is hilarious. As is Rob Cordry, As always. Plus... Zach Galifianakis, and the queen herself, Queen Latifah. But funny how the other two main people in this film are not. And yet they are the two main people. I must mention, unlike Bryce though, just because some of the funniest people who are in fact hilarious in this movie, this movie has two leads that are exceptionally awful and in fact repulsive for the entire movie. Basically, stupid, annoying, and man-child Kushner, is that it? Ashton Kusher? Kush- Kushner, Kushner, Kushner? Kushner. K- Couch- whoopi- Couchner, oh, Whoopi Kushner? Whoopi Kushner gets fired by his own dad because he's a doofus, And annoying, repulsive, and bad acting Diaz gets dumped by Sudeikis in a very, very funny scene involving butt stuff. That's right, Bryce. Mm. Butt stuff. Then they go to Vegas, and the rom-com stupidity starts. Oh, with sprinklings of funny by supporting cast. You know, actually, that I'm thinking about it now. There was quite a bit of sprinklings of funny in this. I may be changing my mind. Maybe this wasn't as bad as I'm remembering it. I mean, supporting cast was so, so funny. They Mm. basically took up 10 minutes of the film. And those 10 minutes were amazingly funny. How long was the film? It was really long. Mm. I can't remember. It was like two hours. (laughs) Those 10 minutes might have been worth my 400 scene points I used to watch this movie. Did you use 400 scene, scene points? points that is this? awesome. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yes, this was pretty okay and pretty funny. Mm, I think was this it? was actually, maybe it was a meh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, it's not. I don't rate things like Bryce. When a movie is unwatchable for an entire movie, but 10 minutes, it doesn't make it anything but a rage. This, I agree. This... No. Just you literally i didn't I couldn't have written this any better. he literally said the clasping of hands, which probably took one minute if thirty seconds changed well, okay. from a rage to a man but that was one of the great moments in
0: cinematic history you
1: that's different well Jason sedacus's butt stuff breakup with diaz was also was also pretty pretty breathtaking mm. Yeah, with the completely nonsensical plot. Really bad comedic timing by our two leads. And oh yeah, the whole movie minus 10 minutes. I really forgot how awful these two are, especially when they're together, which makes this movie not just a rage, it's a double rage. And they were both so repulsive. If they're not both on our repulsive list, they should go on our repulsive list. One of them should. I know one of them's actually on our... no. No, he's not. He's doubted. He's on our depth. Yeah,
0: because I won't put him on the repulsive list. Yeah. I, don't find I think maybe you should Plus, watch this movie. I have a feeling after his next release, he's coming off the
1: doubted list. Because I think
0: that movie looks
1: great. It does look pretty good, actually. We'll see. He just has to get it to Amondo. That's, that's yeah. all.
0: Yeah. Anytime you want to bring up Cameron Diaz is repulsive on the in that segment. You, uh, I you, won't, you
1: can bet we'll be talking uh, about Cameron Diaz next week. Okay. Well. Yeah. And she's
2: so bad she retired from acting. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind like, of unfortunate, river, really? but Not fortunate really, really. at the same time. Maybe. Uh, sure. All right. So I guess next week we don't have to do any pulling. We're going to be watching Pacific Rim. Uprising! All right then. Mm. Which, if I seem to remember, was completely awful. I'm sure it was.
0: I, I remember it not
1: being as good as, as the first Rimm. one. Yeah.
2: Which wa- also wasn't that
1: great. I watched <laughs> the first one. It's good. It's actually not bad. Yeah, it's I mean, really good. Yeah. It's not bad. But the second one, not so it's, much. it's pretty rage inducing. So I'm pretty much. happy with our two idiots and their dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll they they see. They've they, they they, redeemed they, themselves. They, they, we'll see. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs>
1: Oh, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the Extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Special, 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 special thanks to Casey from The Nerdy Photographer for the voice of our rager, Dare. Rage F- powerful, Casey. Yes, powerful, Casey. Find us everywhere on social media at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Teepublic. Buy some stuff and make us happy and get Murray to be able to see some terrible movies with us. We're always wanting to make this a Raging Blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgar at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, 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 pretty please, please, make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on.
0: Rage on.